Welcome to the Larnie Wilson Show, where I help you live the life you want without guilt, fear, or shame. Hi, friends. I am so happy you're here. My name is Larnie, and today we are talking about the fact that you do not have to love being single. Now, whether or not you are single or in a relationship, this is going to apply to you because the main things we're talking about are love, self-worth, and being able to have complex feelings. These are topics that I think sometimes we gloss over and I really want us to be able to explore them today. And the reason that I was inspired to talk about this is because it is the season of love when I am recording this. Valentine's Day is just about to happen. Actually, it might be Valentine's Day when you're watching this. And everyone's talking about romantic love. Everyone's talking about relationships. And I think what's interesting is we kind of have this shorthand when we talk about romantic love, where we actually just say relationships a lot of the time, like, oh, are you in a relationship? When it's it's so interesting, because it's like, well, there's so many kinds of relationships, right? Like, you're in a uh, familial relationship with your parents, you're in a platonic relationship with your friends, you're in a sibling relationship with your siblings, like, there's so many kinds of relationships. But because society really focuses on romantic love and really pedestals romantic love as this priority, as this goal that everyone should have, even in our language, we make this shorthand where the term relationships is taken to mean romantic ones. So fascinating. We're already off and running. (laughs) It wasn't even in my notes to go on that tangent, but I have a lot of feelings about this. So yeah, it's a season of love. Maybe you've been thinking about the romantic relationships or the relationships in your life. Maybe you've been thinking about love because how could you not, you know, you walk into Target or whatever, and there's just hearts and Valentine stuff everywhere. And I think what's so interesting is when we start talking about relationships and especially romantic relationships, our concept of our own self-worth is often baked right in there. And it's so insidious. We often don't even realize it. But especially if you were raised as a little girl, then a lot of the messaging that you received was about marriage being the end-all be-all, right? I mean, think of literally any Disney movie made in the 90s, like (laughs) I guarantee. Um, And we had this expectation, I think. We were given this this education around what should be a priority. And romantic love really was, at least in my experience, I'd love to hear what your experience was of this, but romantic love really was held up as this end all be all. And I had friends who had been planning their wedding since we were like in late middle school, early high school, you know, like this was like no joke. Like people were so wrapped up in this focus on a romantic relationship. And I'm definitely not above that. Like I think for a lot of my own life, I felt like I was supposed to be in a romantic relationship that if I wasn't in a romantic relationship, it was saying something about who I was as a person. It was saying something about my own worthiness that somehow I wasn't good enough to be in a romantic relationship or I wasn't pretty enough or smart enough or interesting enough or you fill in the blank, you know? And it's interesting because for so long I had this belief and it wasn't until maybe, maybe three years ago that I stopped and I asked myself, Lonnie, what are you doing? Like, do you actually want to be dating someone? 
Or are you doing this? Are you chasing after people who are running away from you because you think this is what you're supposed to be doing? Maybe you've had a moment like that yourself. When I had that moment, I was I was shook. I was like, wow, I cannot believe that I have been so wrapped up in this. And actually, I can believe it because subconsciously, that was what was ingrained in me, that romantic relationships were what I needed to prioritize. And a lot of people around me were in romantic relationships. And so I took that to mean that I was supposed to be as well. And what's so harmful about wrapping up our worth in the kinds of relationships we have in our life is that it will always leave us unsatisfied. Whenever we place our worth on something that is outside of ourselves, whenever we place our worth on something that is external, we are always going to come up short. We will always find a way to not be worthy enough. And the truth is we are innately worthy, each and every one of us. We are enough. We are wonderful just as we are. We don't need to be in any kind of relationship or not be in any kind of relationship in order to prove that. Like, what are we trying to prove? We don't need to do that. But because of the societies that we're raised in, maybe the families, the communities, whatever, because of those external voices, we sometimes get it twisted and think that our worth is dependent on something else. So I just wanted to clear that up first and foremost, that you are already worthy. It doesn't matter if you date or don't date. It doesn't matter if you have kids or don't have kids. It doesn't matter if you, you know, work in the arts or if you work in STEM. Like it, it doesn't matter any of those things. You're already worthy. You're already enough. And when we start to question our worth, that's when I find that we start to doubt our, we start to doubt our choices. We start to second guess our intuition. We start to question our life path and think, oh, well, should I actually be doing X, Y, and Z instead? We start to compare ourselves. That's really what it is. When we don't feel worthy, we compare ourselves to other people who we think have got it figured out, which is also a losing game. I think we can all agree on that. And I think one of the other things that we do is try to like intellectualize it or put this like positive mindset spin on it. And this is one of the most just sneaky things in the wellness world that I've seen in the last couple of years. And I've been working in wellness in some capacity since 2017 when I started teaching yoga. And so I've seen a lot of things. (laughs) And recently I've really found that there is this emphasis on always finding the silver lining, always having something be a teacher, always having something be here for a reason. And you know what? I don't think that's inherently incorrect. I choose to believe that things do happen in order to, you know, help us and support us and bring us wherever we need to go in our journey. But if you are struggling with something, the last thing that you need to be told is that it's happening for a reason. If you are someone who does not enjoy being single, the last thing you want to hear is, oh, I'm, I'm sure it's everything happens for a reason. This is just where you're meant to be right now. Like how infuriating, how maddening <laughs> to hear that. And 
I think while these comments are really well-intentioned, I often think that they cause a lot of harm and sometimes lead to this culture of gaslighting our own emotions. Whether that's, I don't think it's intentional, but I think we need to be aware that this happens. We are human beings. We are allowed to have lots of different feelings at once. You know, you're allowed to be happy about something in your life while also grieving something else in your life. In this example of, you know, being able to not enjoy being single, you don't have to love being single. Like being single, you don't have to say, oh, well, in order to graduate from being single, I have to be happy about being single. So that way I can call in the most amazing partner in the world. Like, no, that is ridiculous. It doesn't have to be that way. This is not like some sort of weird hierarchy you have to work your way through. Like you can be unhappy about being single. That's okay. You're allowed to feel your feelings, right? I think what we want to not do is let our feelings then dictate everything about our experience, right? Like we don't just want to get overtaken by whatever that is, but we're allowed to feel it. We're allowed to say, yeah, this, this sucks for me right now. This is not what I want. I'm disappointed. I'm upset. This is how it's, it's turning out. And at the same time, as you're upset about not having the relationship or not having the thing work out that you wanted, there's probably something in your life that you are really happy about. There's probably something in your life that does feel good, that does feel like it's there and supporting you and like working out the way you want. But we we focus so heavily on like needing to be exceptionally happy all the time that I think it gets in the way of us just being present and being able to have complex feelings and being human, which is what we're all here to do. And the other day, actually, I saw a TikTok video that was basically saying this. She was talking about how you don't have to enjoy every season that you're in. And I think that's so powerful for us to remember that in this world of like, there's all of this like talk about manifestation and high vibrations and, you know, good vibes and all of that. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, obviously we want to feel good, but the last thing I would want is for anyone to think that they're not going to experience a different feeling in their life because today they're feeling sad. You know, like just because you're feeling sad or anxious or upset about something today doesn't mean you're going to feel that tomorrow. And it doesn't mean that you've like threatened some cosmic order of things where like now you're banned from getting the thing you really want. You're allowed, you're just, you're just allowed to be human, be human. Feel your feelings. (laughs) Okay. That's really, really what I want you to walk away from here. Realizing that because this relates to everything in our lives. It's not just about romantic love. It's not even just about relationships. It's about everything we're doing, the jobs that we work, the, you know, places that we're able to visit, the people who are in our lives, that like everything in our lives is not always going to be working out. And the sooner we can start to practice navigating that with a lot of self-compassion, the more genuinely we can show up feeling content and feeling calm and feeling peaceful. I honestly think what makes us the most out of alignment with ourselves, what makes us the most unsettled is trying to force ourselves to feel something that we do not feel. When we put these expectations on ourselves, 
we set ourselves up to fail. We set ourselves up to actually stew longer in the feelings we don't want to have, as opposed to just saying, okay, you know what? This is how I'm feeling right now. This is what's going on for me. I don't love it. (laughs) Period. (laughs) It doesn't have to be, oh, I don't love it, but I know that this difficult time in my life is leading me to this beautiful thing that I get to experience six months from. Like, no. You can, like, just saying how you feel can be a full sentence. There does not need to be some spiritual lesson that comes out right now. And you know what? Maybe five, 10 years down the road, you look back and you're like, wow, I really do see how that benefited me. But that comes from having that 2020 hindsight vision. That comes from being able to look back, from having gone through something, experienced it, been present for it, processed it as you were moving through it, and then being able to look back. You know, it actually reminds me of my cat, (laughs) Tori, who I'm probably going to talk about a lot because I love him so much. And something I've noticed is that if something scary happens in his life, and I put scary in, you know, air quotes, if something scary happens, what does he do? Let's say, okay, the other week he knocked a lamp, my, my favorite lamp off of my desk and it crashed, it shattered, it went to pieces And he ran away, obviously, because it was a loud, scary noise and like pieces of glass are falling down around him. Like, yes, he ran and he hid. He got himself to safety. But then after a couple of minutes, you know, everything was quiet and he became curious about what happened. And he came back and he started to sniff around the area. At that point, I was honestly already cleaning it up because we do not want broken glass on the floor. But he came and he sniffed around. He wanted to see what had happened. Like he got curious and he was able to revisit the event from a more regulated place. But he wasn't trying to regulate himself while the glass was falling down around him. He knew that he needed to get out of the way. He did that. He was able to calm himself down and soothe by going into a safe, comfortable, cozy spot. And then he was able to come back and explore what had happened and potentially to learn, oh, things can fall off of the desk. And then he was, you know, sniffing around, gathering his information in the, his cat way. And it made me think about us as humans. Like so often, I think we're trying to self-soothe, process, get the lesson like all at once, all while the glass is falling down around us, as opposed to just saying, let me get to safety. Let me first pull myself out of this mess and get safe. Let me regulate my nervous system. Let me calm down. Let me get through this experience. And then I can go back. Then I can analyze. Then I can investigate. Then I can get more information, get more data points. And I just, it made me think that animals are so smart. I mean, they really are. And it's such a good reminder for us. Like, If you are in the throes of feeling upset about not having the relationship you want, not having, not being in the life stage that you want to be in right now, are you allowing yourself to feel that? Or are you trying to already get the lesson before you've even gone through the whole process? That's my question for you. I'd love to know. Let me know where you are on your journey right now. And I think one of the best things we can do to remove those expectations of, processing something like that is to work with our subconscious. 
I'm obviously biased because I'm a hypnotherapist, but I'm a hypnotherapist because it works <laughs> and I believe in it and I've seen what it can do. When we have these expectations about, oh, I'm supposed to be here in my life. I'm supposed to be doing this thing right now. I'm supposed to have this kind of relationship in my life. That is a huge part of what causes us so much internal distress. But when we can work with our subconscious and start to rewrite those beliefs, we create so much more calm. We create so much more peace in our lives. We really do set ourselves up for success no matter what happens. So one of the things that you can think about, and don't just think about it, I actually think you should do this, is to consider the beliefs that you have. Well, let me back up. Identify the part of your life that you are unhappy about right now. Maybe it is the romantic relationship example we've been talking about. Maybe it's something else. Identify that. And then I want you to write down all the beliefs that you have about that thing. So let's work with this romantic relationships one. If you are not happy being single and you're not in a romantic relationship, I want you to identify, okay, well, what are the beliefs that I have about romantic relationships and my worth and being happy? Do I believe that being in a romantic relationship is what defines my worthiness as a person? Do I believe that I am at an age where I should already be in this kind of relationship? Do I believe that I am too late and that there's not going to be enough options out there for me? You know, these are just some examples, but I want you to sit down and really get clear, set yourself like 10 minutes, maybe 15 if you want to sit down and say, what are these beliefs that I have? What are these expectations that I've been putting on myself? And these stories as you're writing them down, you may already realize that they are someone else's voice. I did this exercise, a similar exercise uh, a couple weeks ago, where I wrote down all the beliefs that I have about relationships, romantic relationships, and myself in them. And it was really jarring. You know, things like I'm not interesting enough, or that being in a romantic relationship is going to mean that I have to give up my independence or give up a big part of who I am. That was that was a lot to write down and to look at and to consider. But it's so useful because once you understand what those beliefs are, you can identify, okay, where did this come from? You probably already know, okay, maybe that came from from mom, that came from dad, that came from grandma, that came from my extended family, that came from my community, that came from my ex 10 years ago. You know, like you can identify where these beliefs came from. And then you can choose to rewrite them. Now, obviously, I'm gonna say have a hypnotherapy session, book a session because you can go really deep in and you can get a lot of work done when you're working with a practitioner, but you can also start to do this on your own. Even if booking a hypnotherapy session is not available to you, you can literally identify whenever that belief comes up, bring your awareness to it. Whenever you make a choice based on one of those old beliefs, catch yourself, say, Oh, that's the old belief. Nope. Not going to do that anymore. And then of course you want to figure out what do you want to believe instead? So maybe you want to believe that you are already enough. Maybe you want to believe that there are plenty of options out there. Maybe you want to believe that good things are coming your way, that everything is happening at the right time for you in your life. Like whatever you can, you can believe anything. I love this fact that there is no hierarchy in what we can choose to believe. Nothing is easier or more difficult to believe. We can choose to believe one thing. We can choose to believe the opposite thing. There is no innate ease of believing option A versus option B. But 
when we have adopted a belief because it was keeping us safe, because the subconscious always is, then it might feel like it's more difficult to get to that other belief. But it's only because the belief that we currently have on a subconscious level has kept us alive. And I'm putting all of this in like the biggest air quotes and like caveats here because keeping you alive is the work of the subconscious. But we are not here just to survive. That The subconscious is really concerned about your survival. I personally feel that we are here to thrive. You are here to do so much more than survive. So realize that as you're rewriting these beliefs, it might take some time. Rewriting the beliefs does take consistency. You're not just going to go in one day, decide, okay, I'm done with that, choosing a new belief. And then the next day it's going to be like done, right? Like it's going to take consistency and you showing up and having this compassionate commitment to yourself. But with repetition, everything is possible. With repetition, you can absolutely create that new neural pathway to believe that new belief. So I feel like we could talk about this for a lot longer. I would love to know what your thoughts are on this. I think we're going to wrap it here for now, but I want you to just remember you can feel how you want to feel. You don't have to love being single. You don't have to love where you are right now. You don't have to believe that there is some greater lesson in this experience right now. (laughs) If what you need to do is get through the experience, do that. Be compassionate to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Do that exercise about the beliefs and I'll see you again very soon. Thank you so much for listening to this very first episode of the Larnie Wilson show. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to subscribe, leave us a five-star review. You can follow me over on Instagram and TikTok, and I will see you back here very soon.